I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Rowan A.S.H. all together for this audio-only episode. Still no Chino Liao. He's currently recovering from COVID as we speak, but he'll be on the mend. And very soon, he'll be back here in Manila, hopefully, to join us back for the live streams. But let's si Rowan because we haven't heard from our A.S.H. in a while. How's it going, young buck? Uh, it has been a... St- stressful month actually because uh school has been really tough and my dog passed away a couple of uh weeks ago so uh at, at the moment nakaka recover na rin kami kahit pa move na kami. Yeah, uh, really sorry to hear about uh, Rover passing. Uh, I've been seeing your stories for the last few weeks on social media. Kami ni Ro, we've been dog owners at some point in our lives. Uh, I think Ro uh, is still a dog owner in in his family's house. So you know, it, it's it's never easy when you lose a loved one like that. So uh, my heart goes out to you guys. Um, but it's great that uh, you're back on the podcast, at least for the audio only versions. I know that the listeners have been missing you on the live streams as well. But uh, we have a lot to talk about for this. Episode and the topic natin for today is something that we got off of TikTok, and we'll get to that in a bit. But first, let's tell you about how you can support the podcast by being a part of our growing patron community. All right, guys. So as you guys know, it is time for another pay per view happening in a few days. So uh, in only a matter of days, we will be having the 2022 edition of AEW's Double or Nothing aka their biggest show or what is ideally their biggest show. So if you want to be a part of that viewing party, all you got to do is join our Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For only as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our Discord community where we talk about wrestling and sports, NBA, whatever have you going on right now. And then you also get exclusive access to our reviews of TV shows, live events, uh, including local events. So uh, if you want to get a taste of what's been going on right now, you can get access to that. And also when the merch comes out, you will be first in line to get our own merch 
And if we have any more pasabais in the future from stores online, you will be also a part of that as well. So again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 50 pesos a month. The topic which I mentioned earlier, we did get from TikTok. So this is about the 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. So Rod, do you remember who sent this in? Uh, yeah, it was somebody who made a who made a video post that was he outlined his five reasons. That was our good friend Matt the artist was tagged to answer that. And then the guy who tagged him tagged us as well. Actually tagged me. Pero sabi ko, hasagutin na natin as a podcast. So here we are. I I initially thought of doing it just as a video, but then I realized, okay, uh, we haven't done an audio only in a while, so we might as well use this as a topic for a for a podcast episode. Yeah, so 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. Let's start with this one. And these are a bunch of names that are all very close to our hearts and fandoms. Edge, Daniel Bryan, Christian, and CM Punk coming back to in-ring action. And all of these guys, well, except for CM Punk, were uh, basically diagnosed with career-ending injuries. By yung spinal stenosis ni Edge, the concussion issues for Christian, and uh, yung neck issues for Daniel Bryan. And then, of course, we all know about CM Punk and the falling out that he had. Uh, when you hear about the word retirement, ang iisipin mo agad is that they are permanently stopping from what they are doing. Like, there's no coming back. And parang y- yun na yung... Like they would enjoy normal life and um, they will they won't focus on any work. And nung nagretire sila Edge, Brian, uh, Christian and Punk, parang ano, I just um what do you call this? I consoled myself na ah, ganyan naman talaga eh. It would end to the point na it would lead to the point na they will end their career already. Pero and then at the same time nagkasabay like sila Goldberg they started wrestling and I thought. Maybe hindi naman talaga mangyayari that uh, Edge and the others that we listed here that they would come back in wrestling. Kasi guys like Goldberg uh, didn't really end their career in a life-threatening way. So, eto mas shocking talaga like we, what we have. ENC, uh, Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk coming back. And life is good. I mean, CM Punk coming back in wrestling was like the best birthday gift. Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned Goldberg, who I don't really have any investment in as a fan. Okay, Goldberg came back, great. But Edge is someone I grew up really idolizing. Uh, Brian was someone who got me back into wrestling, right? Christian and Punk, I also have a soft spot for. So the fact that all four of these guys unretired, uh, sobrang laking bagay nun sa akin as a fan. And I think if we were talking about a different set of wrestlers here who... Uh, who had to retire and then unretired? I'm not sure we'd have the same emotional pull. So, diba, whenever there would be rumors na babalik daw sila, it always remained to be rumors and hindi talaga sila babalik. So, it kind of saddens me because, yun nga, all of us pretty much like Edge and Brian. Kaya, it, it really shocked me na merong talagang totoo yung sinasabi ni Undertaker na never say never. Yeah, it's it's true that you you shouldn't say never ever, I guess, in wrestling. But uh, at some point, because you just think now, okay, 
it's just not happening. And to, you know, it's it's like the Hawkeye quote from Endgame, right? Don't give me hope, right? So uh, you, you think about that, you internalize it, and then you just uh, move on. And then suddenly they come back and then, oh, it's a big surprise. So uh, it's nice, I guess, to, to be surprised that way after uh, kind of accepting that life has to move on. Yeah, yeah. Lalala for Edge, because that was a good nine years, talaga. And maybe punk to an extent, but I think as soon as AEW popped up, people did start speculating about CM Punk potentially joining AEW. Or like when uh, backstage happened, they were, oh, punk's back in wrestling. So, yun uh, medjupai. But the Edge, talaga, uh, the Edge uh, comeback was the most um, surprising of them all. So I'm yeah, glad that, he, uh, he literally was about to die. Diba? They said yeah. he was about to die. And it was actually part of WWE canon. Seth almost killed Edge. So, yeah. you know, um, the fact that all of this happened is quite the blessing from the wrestling gods. All right, let's get to this next item that we never thought we'd see happening in wrestling. Speaking of unretiring, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Vince McMahon unretiring and wrestling past their prime. So Shawn Michaels, of course, came back from Crown Jewel right before COVID-19 happened. Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon wrestling again at this past WrestleMania. Um, the fact that I got to call these matches as well is very crazy to me. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk about this. Yeah, okay. see, Stone Cold, you can kind of lump in with uh, the first item on the list because injury didn't you? So it was an injury that forced him to retire, but. Again, he's much older. He's part of the previous generation, Deva. So uh, you don't. You also didn't really see it coming. HBK and Vince McMahon, they're both uh, old in their own ways. So uh, one of them actually retired, and the other one just you know isn't an active wrestler. So there's nothing to retire, and he's uh, you know just uh, the big boss backstage. So again, one of these things that you just don't imagine seeing in the year of our Lord 2022. I mean, these guys seem to me like men of their words. Like, pagkasinabi nilang magre-retire sila, like, di na sila magre-wrestling, they won't wrestle at all. And nakakagula talaga, like, even Shawn Michaels himself, who lost uh, against The Undertaker in a career-threatening match, managed to come back and wrestle. And uh, even Stone Cold, like, like what you said nga, like, he pretty much retired because there uh, injuries. And for Mr. McMahon, uh, he's, he's not really actively competing. But all you would see, like, he would jump off, uh, what, do you, what do you call that platform, si Gronk? Like, it was shocking to me that he's like 70 plus years old and he can manage to do all of these things. Yeah, uh, with Shawn Michaels, of course, we know that Crown Jewel lang naman talaga yung nakapagpa-unretire sa kanya. So the more um, surprising item here is really Stone Cold, which, nga, as Rose said, can be lumped in with uh, the previous item. Okay, uh, let's get to this next item right here and talk about Bret Hart, the hitman, making up with Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels. And I think at this point in wrestling history, alam naman natin lahat yung nangyari between all three of these players. And if you don't, uh, you're, you're better off watching any of the documentaries that have since been released in the last um, two decades. So go ahead and educate yourself if this is all news to you. Uh, but I think right around the time that I got back into watching wrestling in 2010 was also the time that Bret Hart came back into WWE, which was very, very jarring for 20-year-old me. To be fair, I'm going to ask TikTok about 
uh, the explanation for the Montreal screw job, which is do we really need to explain that? uh, Yeah, yeah, you're right. In that there are so many resources online that explain, but some somebody did appeal to my ego and said that uh, they like it when I explain things, so I'm gonna get around to that eventually. But anyway, uh, yeah, because we all know that Bret Hart is kind of a bitter old man. Uh, there's no denying it. Um, even though he's just in the right, book. yeah. Just, even though he's in the right about a lot of things, he can come across as a bitter old man. So I never thought that um, he would actually get around to forgiving people and uh, talking through their issues. Because uh, the wounds aren't fresh, but the wounds are pretty deep. So. I guess it proves that with enough time and enough willpower, I guess, and enough mellowing out, you can actually overcome any issues if you really want to. Uh, so I was watching recently yung documentary called Hitman Heart Wrestling with Shadows. Uh, it featured like yung behind the scenes and his life on the road and with his family, uh, Bret Hart's family. Uh, and also moments before the Montreal Screwjob. And kitang-kita natin dito like, he is really committed with his job. And sino ba naman may gusto ng sinungaling or working with someone who is a liar? Na, like, he promised you, okay, ganito yung finish ng match. And then, eventually, pinalitan mid-match. So, maga- hindi niya talaga mapipigilan na magalit. He has all the right na magalit. Pero, it was shocking to me that he came back in 2010 and even had a match with uh, Vince, uh, Miz, and the Nexus. So, I, I I really love Bret Hart um, because uh, yung, he was uh, sorry. I really love Bret Hart for what he stood for and he, what he believed in, and that's why I kind of liked him. And aside from him making Pink cool, yeah. Uh, with with Bret coming back, it was really a big deal. Even if you know, parang sa fringes na ako nung, nung fandom at the time, and. Uh, I I think if I were to step into his shoes and just look at the anger and forgiveness issues, you can kind of see why it took him so long to mend fences with the WWE and with Shawn Michaels. I mean, uh, the WWE is the number one company in the world and they are writing their history, right? And for Bret Hart to be portrayed that way or sometimes to not be included in uh, in yung point of view because of that falling out must have really hurt him even when you talk about legacy and Bret Hart's place in uh, wrestling history so I get it I get why it took so long but um, in the time since in the 12 years since he's now a two-time Hall of Famer even WWE has acknowledged yung Montreal Screwjob it's part of the WWE and A&E co-produced documentaries it's basically part of acknowledged wrestling canon Basically, in acknowledge na ng lahat na yes, this happened, and everybody's allowed to give their own point of view. So the fact that we're here blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, inya, uh, it, It's pretty bad. The wounds are pretty bad. But again, proof that if you really want to, you can fix anything. And I guess if there's money to be made, you can fix anything. For sure. For sure. Speaking of the Hart family, here's a member of the Hart family that we never thought we would see in the wrestling world ever again outside of her appearance on Dark Side of the Ring. Our next item on this listicle is Dr. Martha Hart enjoying wrestling again. And we all know about the Owen Hart Cup Foundation Tournament happening on AEW. And, of 
That's in conjunction with the foundation that was started by Owen Hart's widow, Dr. Martha Hart. And we never really heard from her since Owen Hart passed away until the Dark Side of the uh, of the Ring episode came out, diba? Uh, during the height of the pandemic. So sobrang laking bagay nun na, na we were like, oh, that's how she looks now. Oh, uh, how she looks like now. Ayun pala point of view ni Martha Hart like in her own actual words. And to see her on AEW programming, the camera cutting to her, her smiling during the in-ring action, uh, that, that was also pretty wild. Ito, uh, she didn't mend fences with Vince McMahon in WWE yet. And to be fair, who would? I mean, like, uh, your husband literally died in their hands, diba? So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame her for not being able to make that choice or make that decision just yet. But it's also really nice to see her enjoying the sport that her husband really loved, uh, even if it's with another company because another company didn't kill her husband and is at least treating his memory right. So I like this. I like this a lot. And uh, again, uh, proves that healing can be done in many different ways. So when when I was young and stupid, I had a hard time understanding the whole situation. And I was one of the people who I wouldn't say I hated her, but there's there's this type of disdain because she wouldn't let Owen be mentioned or acknowledged in the WWE in many shape or any way, shape or form. And that includes merchandise just like action figures or even video games and Hall of Fame induction. Uh, Ba- bakit hindi niya ayaan i-acknowledge? Kasi parang nakakalimutan na nga natin siya. Parang bihira nga siya i-mention sa WWE, di ba? And then, pero when I learned about more the details, like I've read the document, or watched the documentaries, read some articles, parang, okay, may right talaga siya magalit. Um, the, the situation is really worse than I thought it was. And with DK's magic, but, buti napabalik niya si Martha Art sa uh, pagmamahal sa wrestling. And I think that played din kasi yung role ng the, the reason Martha hated wrestling not only because of uh her husband's death but the played din yung role na ninanakaw yung ano like legal documents na ng mga heart and then it would be given to Vince yeah she kind of hated WWE and wrestling in general I I wouldn't know about the legal documents being stolen I'm not sure where you got that um I don't recall it being mentioned in the documentaries but you know, good on you, Rowan, for actually going out of your way to educate yourself because uh, it's way better than just leaving comments and asking questions lang on TikTok. It's nice to actually watch these documentaries and learn new stuff. All right, let's round out the first half of our list of 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling with women main eventing WrestleMania, which at this point has happened more than once. And I was incredibly fortunate to be there live and in person for 35 when Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch all main evented WrestleMania, way past midnight, mind you. Um, and ibarin yung ano, ibarin yung you witness history right there. And it took 35 years for the WWE to have women main event WrestleMania, which says a lot about how far the women's evolution, as WWE likes to brand it, has really come in the industry. Yeah, it it bears noting that this is a product of when we grew up as fans. So you and I, and to some extent, Rowan, uh, we grew up at a time when the women were literally eye candy. So uh, they were all TNA. uh, They were given short minutes for matches. And the women who could actually wrestle were not pushed 
to the very top that much. Or they were, but they weren't as popular as the uh, Tory Wilsons, the Trish Stratuses of the world, diba. Right? So uh, if you were, if you are a fan who grew up in the 2010s, uh, this is way more likely to happen for you than it was for us. So this is a huge deal that uh, the women would be good enough to the entire division could get to a good enough level. To be able to main event WrestleMania, right? So, uh, the clamor then from the people. Yeah, exactly, right? So it's pretty big, and it goes to show you just how much the the business, the industry has progressed over a matter of two decades, right? So it's really huge, and I am glad to see. I am glad to be here for this equality, for this progression. Right, right. So I actually expected for this one to happen because ever since that Give Divas a Chance movement, then naging women's uh, revolution. Na. Uh, parang it's a no-brainer that this will happen because uh, the divas were being, or the then divas were being treated as equals as the superstars and giving them more ring time. Uh, and they even have their own uh, all-women's pay-per-view. So I wasn't even shocked that, oh, magkakaroon ng ano, main event at WrestleMania, pero, or women's main event at WrestleMania, but I thought the way they would book it is like, you know how CM Punk is in the middle of the WrestleMania 28 card, pero they considered it as a main event. I, I thought that would be how they would execute it, pero no, they actually put it on last, like, sa pinakahuling laban ng gabi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think having multiple main events and billing them all as headliners is a WrestleMania staple. Naman. It's happened for so many years across uh, different WrestleManias, different championship matches. But you're right. The fact that Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda were on last for 35 and that Sasha and Bianca would go on to do the same thing at uh, 37 uh, really uh, says a lot about the evolution of the industry. So it's a good step talaga for the entire business. And I'm happy that I got to see it because Roe is right, Rowan. Uh, maybe for you, it was more realistic. But for us, when we were growing up into the fandom, we never thought this would happen at all. Oh, because when we were main event, mo, yung fulfill your fantasy battle oh, royal? Brown panties match. <laughs> I mean, there were so, still, you know, wrestlers, you know, wrestlers, wrestlers like Sina Beth Phoenix, Lita, and Victoria, King. Victoria, yeah, diba? but they were again, like I said, they weren't as popular as your Tori Wilsons, your Stacy Keeblers, your Sables, diba? so iba talaga, iba talaga yung um, the era in which we live. So there, that's the first half of the ten things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. We're gonna take a break when we come back. It's our second half, but first, here's the way you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys. So as you know, there's always a sale happening on Lazada. So if you are getting something, because hashtag, I mean, everything you need is hashtag Nasa Lazada. And, and all you got to do to support the podcast while doing your online shopping is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in a mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's get to the second half of the 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. Starting off with this one. Roman Reigns finally achieving his potential and this took quite a bit it's um you know just a disclaimer we're not saying that roman reigns sucks or that roman reigns ever sucked it's just that when roman reigns broke away from the shield and was given a singles push something always felt off and i think every wrestling fan knows that uh you know wwe tried so hard to really push roman as the guy it just never clicked until the covid-19 pandemic happened roman had to take a break came back with a full beard fixed the gap tooth, got ripped, became the tribal chief, and became champion. And here we are a year and a half later, and Roman Reigns is undeniably the biggest star in wrestling. I don't fully agree with how this, this item is written here on this list. So um, he's, he's always had potential. He was always going to achieve it. But the issue was whether or not WWE and Vince McMahon would, you know, um, ev- uh, would ever... Uh, make it so that Roman would have a different gimmick, different character from the the Samoan meat baby face that they were giving him in the very beginning when he first split up from the shield. So I think it was a better way. That's a better way to word it. Now, would he ever get a different gimmick? And uh, for a time there, I didn't think it would happen. Because when we saw, we have precedent in John Cena who never really changed his character uh, during his entire peak. And even when he came back, he's still the same. Uh, never give up, uh, you know. Uh, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Hustle, loyalty, respect, Fruity Pebbles, John Cena. That's still him. And they never found or they never got around to fixing that. And I'm just I'm, I'm just amazed that they did get around to fixing Roman Reigns because somewhere someone backstage figured out that it wasn't working and he needed to do something else. And I'm just glad that they got around to that realization. Uh, so I was actually going to say that I didn't expect liking Roman Reigns again because I never liked his post-Shield run. Parang sobrang lacking kasi nung presentation niya. Like, I, I, like the way he cuts his promo is very heavily scripted kaya he would sound robotic. And I was on the way to falling off the fandom when the COVID era happened in the WWE. And Roman Reigns made the save when uh, he made this character development of being the tribal chief. And like what I said on TikTok at Wrestling to Expod, uh, the tribal chief is the ve- uh, best version of Roman Reigns was playing. Like, parang pinakita niya talaga na big deal siya. And compared to what he was back then, 
parang pinapaalam lang sa atin, oh, he's a member of the Anwai family. And it doesn't really help kasi parang iniisip natin, he's getting special treatment kaya nagiging champion siya. Pero right now, he deserves all the love. So Rowan, are you saying that if Roman Reigns did not become the tribal chief, you would not be a wrestling fan in 2022? I would say na parang I would just tune into other promotions. Parang nakakasawa na rin yung uh, pandemic era ng WWE. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified it because I was about to make the next connection. Uh, so, kung wala si Roman Reigns uh, or wala yung Tribal Chief gimmick, wala ka rin sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We were, <laughs> we were about to blame Roman for that. So, never mind. <laughs> right, let's get to item number seven. In the 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling, we mentioned John Cena and how he was the guy in the previous generation. And now, he has followed in The Rock's Hollywood footsteps and... Siguro to give context to this, remember when Cena and The Rock were feuding in 2012 and 2013, this all stemmed from some real-life heat that Cena had towards The Rock because The Rock had become a part-timer. And John Cena, uh, based on the many interviews that have come out since, uh, didn't take too kindly to that and kind of resented Dwayne for that. And now, a decade later, here jo- here's John Cena uh, doing the Fast and the Furious franchise, doing Peacemaker, uh, basically becoming one of the biggest leading men in Hollywood. Not in. Yeah, so he really, really ate shit in that one, Deva. So, but you know what? I don't blame him though. I don't blame him. Kasi, get that bag, John. Yeah, get that bag. Don't hurt yourself. Um, you know, it's nice to love the wrestling audience, but uh, sometimes you got to do something different, and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Because wrestling ain't forever and your body ain't forever. So do what you got to do to uh, get that back and be happy uh, pursuing anything that you love. But anyway, yeah, you said it. Uh, they feuded over this very thing and then he ate a lot of shit uh, ending, ending up doing the same thing that Rock did. So uh, Seguro back in the day, I never thought that he would actually go and do it. But then again, he did do the Marine back in 2006, 2005. So one could have guessed that he would go and do it. But I guess uh, you would also be buying into the fact that he really loves wrestling. He really loves WWE and he wouldn't do what The Rock did. You know, I actually expected for this one. Uh, I'm, it's not surprising for me. And I say uh, good looking din naman si Cena and bagay siya in the Hollywood. Uh, uh, even when he was actively wrestling, nakakagawa na siya ng movies like The Marine, 12 Rounds, and Legacy. And right now, I haven't seen some of his new works, pero I can tell that he incredibly improved and nag-mature din siya. Parang di na natin nakikita yung parang medyo kid-friendly niya. I mean, he did Ferdinand when he was still pretty active in right, the right. ring. Right? So, um, I'm with you, Rowan. Uh, I actually did kind of see this coming, but not to the extent that uh, Cena has gone full Dwayne in terms yeah. of really maximizing his Hollywood star power, becoming a legitimate leading man in Hollywood. Holy shit, people are anchoring entire franchises to John Cena right now. And as a wrestling fan, it's like, that's our guy. So that makes me proud to be you know, a wrestling fan, to be in the industry because Cena is kind of carrying the flag for the rest of us. And my, my favorite takeaway from all of this is John Cena acting as Ferdinand or acting as Peacemaker is giving me the acting depth that we could never get from John in WWE. 
Now, you could see John Cena having a career, but you did not uh, foresee the fact that he would be leaving WWE full-time to go be a full-time actor and then coming back to WWE part-time. So I was going to say that I'm really happy for what John Cena is getting right now. Like, sobrang swerte niya rin. And at the same time, naiisip ko na, oh, we took him for granted when he was a full-time wrestler. Kasi, like, remember when nauso yung, ano, hating on Cena? Yeah. Like, like, that bandwagon. I was one of those people, kind of. Kasi, that's cool. Like, if you hate someone that is a good guy, that's cool. Pero, looking back, parang, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Like, I actually miss him. Like, I... I think the product would be a little bit better if he's still around. Pero yeah. right now, he's still uh, maganda naman yung ano nakukuha niyo. That's, that's also relatable. I can't speak for Ro, but I was also one of those guys who hated on Cena because it was cool. So, uh, Ro, I don't know if you remember this. Back when we welcomed Sandro into the wrestling gods, one of our producers, Silali, was like, oh, uh, you're going to have great debates with Sandro on air because he's a John Cena fan. Assuming that, you know, both Ro and I really hated Cena. And at the time, I was like, I've, I've come around. I like Cena as well. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Medyo sign of maturity yung, ano, yung, yung loving Cena for what he does. Because, yeah, like you said, Rowan, it's cool to hate on Cena when you're young and stupid and, uh, you know, doing things just because a lot of people are doing it as well. But it's like, you know, it's like uh, not voting for a popular presidential candidate. Uh, you figure out that the other choice is much better because... Uh, they actually show good signs and good traits and good characteristics. And that's exactly what being a Cena fan back in those days, in the late 2000s to early 2010s, was all about. Way before everyone else came around on Cena. Yeah, character development. You love to see it. Down our last three, let's get to number eight. A second major wrestling promotion in the U.S. And I'm going to agree. Um, I, I didn't write this down, but I never thought that we would see this happen in wrestling uh, to the point of AEW's level of success. Because, of course, we are talking about AEW, but it's not like they were the first to actually try and be the clear number two the major wrestling promotion uh, since WCW folded. Because, you know, we saw Impact really try this through the 2000s, right? uh, back when they were getting... Every uh, WWE legend or every former WWE superstar, uh, I think for a while, um, people were saying that, oh, maybe it's Ring of Honor right now. But AEW really took the ball and took it to a different level here. See, TNA really did, uh, like you said, they really did their best to uh, be that number two. But even though they were getting a lot of the big former WWE names, uh, they weren't really hitting that same level of... Uh, competition the way AEW is right now. So I'm really considering AEW to be the real number two, uh, big number two in the U.S. So, uh, and I never thought we would get here because yeah, TNA never really moved up from that ragtag, scrappy, young uh, reputation that it had. And uh, wrestling competition is much really alive and well in the world, in the year of our Lord 2022. And again, didn't see that coming. I know a lot of doubters that said AEW is the next TNA, but this promotion actually made the doubters into believers. AEW is not perfect, but uh, they managed to sell out arenas and give us some things that WWE won't give us. Uh, 
like they would even beat NXT in the viewership and ratings. Uh, about the giving us what WWE can't give us, uh, they brought back CM Punk and even made Martha Hart love wrestling again. So I I I really love AEW for what they are and. I actually ex- I didn't expect na I would watch another wrestling promotion outside WWE and when AEW was born okay parang tuloy-tuloy na ako manonood like manood like I would watch it religiously and parang nakakasawa na rin kasi yung product ng WWE that time when AEW was making its uh debut it always blows my mind whenever I'm watching the NBA and the commentators are making an AE, are, are delivering an AEW spiel or they're referencing AEW. They're making jokes. They're referencing Shaq getting in the ring, stuff like that. Um, and it also tells me how far we've come from a time where nobody would mention TNA or Ring of Honor or any other American promotion on um, like a basketball game. You know what I mean? And I think that says something about what AEW has become in the three years of its existence. Sure, uh, I will acknowledge that, like you, Rowan, it's not perfect. They also have some things that they can improve on. Uh, but the fact that they're here and that they've done this in three short years is no joke. I just never thought, I guess, that there would be another person with a lot of money to come around and you know make uh, a full-fledged new promotion to actually compete and try and compete with WWE. When you hear about these things, it's always a small deal, small company, small promotion, and you never thought that they would take it nationwide. So uh, I guess I never really saw that one, that part coming, even though I should have, I guess. But um, uh, it's rare didn't to see a multi-billionaire being a huge uh, smart. <laughs> yeah, B- uh, basically TK, yeah. All right, uh, let's get to number nine. And this is, well, this is something that I guess I, I wanted to happen. Nah, I kind of helped materialize. Filipino wrestlers getting a WWE tryout. Um, when we were fans growing up, bro, I never thought nah, this would be within our reach. But when we joined PWR and we started making inroads in the region, started uh, getting to know yung mga executives from WWE in, in the Asia Pacific, uh, it, it suddenly became more real. So et, I'll, I'll just tell a quick story here. Right after the WWE live event in 2016, JDL and I had breakfast with uh, Chris Marsh who used to be the GM for WWE Asia Pacific. And that's when we pitched PWR. Parang, if you want to scout for talent in Southeast Asia, maybe you can consider the Philippines as well. And here are some of uh, our events, pictures of the people that we have, what we do. And within three years, JDL, Ken Warren, and Crystal showed up in Shanghai as part of a WWE tryout. And the fact that this all happened within our lifetime is nuts to me because in 2004, uh, the idea of a Filipino wrestler not named Batista in WWE was so foreign. Yeah, to clarify this, uh, you have to say that not just Filipino wrestlers, but homegrown Filipino wrestlers who didn't have to go all the way to another country to train wrestling, diba? getting yeah, an yeah. actual tryout with WWE. So uh, that's huge and goes to show you how much... Uh, Filipino wrestling has been established and how much it's grown over the years that we have uh, built it here in the in the country. So uh, never did I think that when I first vowed to want to become a wrestler back in the mid-2000s that 
this would ever happen. Like, yes, Philippine wrestling was a thing before in the 90s, the 80s, but to the point where WWE, the biggest company in the world, would actually look our way to try and find some talent. That's huge. And the next step, obviously, is to actually have a homegrown talent join the company from here. But the mere fact that they looked is huge enough. As a kid, I, I, I was actually dreaming that I was going to be one of the Filipino wrestlers that would get a WWE tryout. But <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. Like watching Tough Enough and the way how the, the way they would train, parang di ko kakayanin yun. And mas intense pa siya kaysa sa jiu-jitsu. So parang, okay, that's not for me. WWE is not for me. Wrestling is not for me. Yeah, I, I didn't expect, uh, I wouldn't say I didn't expect that JDL, Ken Warren, and Crystal would get a tryout. Because when we would have our own promotion here in the Philippines, parang feeling ko ma, maka, ano naman sila eh, like call up some, some day in WWE and some other foreign promotions. Like I already know that can happen. And with Stan uh, being part of PWR, parang, or I mean like yung talent niya of being a radio host and all, like he can use his voice. Na, na, na manifest ko rin kind of, I don't want to take too much credit there. Parang na-manifest ko rin na maybe he can be part of WWE someday. So, so ikaw yung nag-manifest. So now I owe you like all my paychecks. Uh, wait. Uh, you you, you, you didn't even know he was a commentator. You, you, that wasn't his full-time job in the company. So how can you have manifested the fact that, oh, this guy that, I, that you never really thought was a commenta- commentator because he was a manager in the company would actually go on to become a commentator for WWE. I manifested uh, if you remember Curious Cat, I, I was actually, I messaged Stan that time. Parang, nag-comment ako. Uh, oh, I've been listening to you on the radio every time uuwi ako uh, from school. And then, parang, I, at the very end, I was say I said something like, I hope you and Ro would be in the WWE. All right. Uh, okay. 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 I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting that, uh, that positive seed in the universe. <laughs> in... Uh, in the mid to early 2010s. Rowan, Rowan, as, as a fan of wrestling, and when you first thought, when you first heard the fact that uh, there was wrestling in the Philippines, local wrestling in the Philippines, and then yeah. when you first saw it, did you think that we, it, it was possible, entirely possible for us to get to that point? Absolutely. Feeling ko nga mas lalaki pa nga yung PWR that time. Uh, Nag-stop lang tayo because of the pandemic and probably right now, if tuloy-tuloy lang tayo, nakaka-sold out ng PWR ng Araneta, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't say Araneta. <laughs> I mean, like given, given what we know about uh, how we performed at the time. But yeah, uh, it, it's nice na uh, there meron mga bilib sa local scene, both yeah. in the Philippines and outside that people actually saw the merit and the work that uh, that we put in yeah um the the yung one thing na kulang na talaga was william regal being part of the scouting trip that was the one thing i really wanted yeah. when they came over I, I was really hoping that william regal would be there and you know would like uh say hi to everybody and shit but you know that didn't happen wasn't in the cards but yeah um of course if you are a listener of the podcast from years and years ago you would also know that crystal was also supposed to be part of the mayon classic so this is also part of that item. Uh, Senator Bamakino talked about that when he guessed it on the podcast a couple of years ago. So yeah, that's also uh, uh, something you can 
look uh, look for in our catalog. All right, let's round it out. Our last item here in the list of things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. Cody Rhodes goes from undesirable to undeniable. I wouldn't say that Cody Rhodes is undesirable, see? Uh, but he is definitely undeniable, clearly one of the biggest baby faces on uh, WWE programming today. And for it to happen in less than half a year, because by less than half a year ago, he was getting booed in AEW uh, despite his presentation talaga as the all-American white meat babyface. And now uh, he's here coming off of that huge return at WrestleMania 38. Ito, uh, I never saw this coming because I always thought that Cody did not like how he was handled at WWE. Like he made that a huge part of his, I wouldn't say character, but you know, the way he is outside of the company that like, uh, like Bret Hart, I never really saw it really happening until it did. Right? So again, goes to show you that with enough money, with enough, um, seduction i guess you can heal any wound and uh close any gap and i guess uh you know it's it's just really weird that something that you never thought would see would you know just really happen like that kasi ang daming nangyayari na ano eh na, na alitan sakitan that uh, it's still funny to me whenever I see someone forgive someone in the wrestling industry, as weird as that might sound. Yeah, I mean, you can really tell on our TikTok yung reaction video ko when uh, we were having that watch party and then I, I I had a video where I reacted with Cody's, on Cody's return and I yelled in my room like I was dying. yung parents ko, so I... I'm sorry, mom and dad, for that. <laughs> what a dork! <laughs> no, he did. He did. He did video it, and it was pretty amusing, entertaining. <laughs> yeah, and and the expectation ko nung una is he will remain the same Cody Rhodes that we last seen like 2014, 2016. Uh, pero no, he WWE went all out. No pun intended. I mean. Like, yung kung ano yung AEW presentation niya, like, yun yung kinalabasan niya sa WWE, and they're heavily promoting Cody, like, he's like the new John Cena na nga, parang, he's like the new face of the company. I mean, the poster of Hell in the Cell, siya yung nandun, siya yung promote. I'll do you and, one better. They've got weekly countdowns for Cody Rhodes on Raw. <laughs> oh, right, right. I forgot about that. And, uh, hindi, ako, hindi ako makapaniwala na babalik talaga siya sa WWE kasi, I mean, when he was released uh, a couple of years ago, parang ang dami niyang patutsad sa WWE and how he hated uh, how he was treated in the exactly. WWE. So, nakakagulat talaga na babalik siya sa WWE. And what, to make it, to make things weirder, like, we hated him on the way out from AEW kasi sobrang pabida niya. And then, nung nasa WWE na siya, we were like singing Hallelujah. Well, you're singing hallelujah. <laughs> you are. I mean, like, I don't know about that. I, I just thought that his 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 storylines are way more focused, or his storyline, because it's palang right now, is way more focused than it was in AW. But uh I'm anxiously anticipating on what could be for this Cody run. It could still be uh 
it could still go the way of his last few months in AEW, but it could also be very good uh, with Vince McMahon's guidance. Yeah, uh, we don't know. I say we're not even two months into this latest Cody Rhodes run. All we know is that something is clicking here. And Cody Rhodes seems to be firing on all cylinders. So good for Cody. Good for WWE. AEW seems to be doing fine even without Cody. So good for everybody. Good for us, right? So there. That's our list of 10 things we never thought we'd see happen in wrestling. Did we miss anything? Now for you, uh, probably deserves a spot. Let us know. Keep the conversation going. It is at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. But before we sign off, let's tell our listeners about one more way you can support the podcast. And that is through your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys, as you know as well, uh, always a good deal happening over at Shopee. Uh, right now, there is a sale of uh, 52% of a diaper. Just checking out the homepage right now just to show you that there are a good, there is a good deal always on Shopee. So if you want to support the podcast through your online shopping, it is podlink.co slash W9X. Podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast, no extra cost. All right, then as we get out of here, uh, please tune in to our weekly live streams happening on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. We are on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast as well. Still no Rowan for the foreseeable future because the young buck has to go to school. So it's me and Ro manning the live streams for the time being. This week, we're talking about Double or Nothing. We're doing predictions for that and Shamper, everything that'll happen between SmackDown, Raw, and NXT and Champion Dynamite. So go check that out. And you can also follow us on Twitter and talk to us individually at Monday Night Rowan, at Chino Supersized, at Rowizwar, and at underscore Stan C. Until then, uh, stay safe, keep your masks on, get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. Thank you very much to the PNA team for all the work that they do behind the scenes. On behalf of Rowan ASH and Ro Moran, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 